For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Brooklyn Brewery on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Brust today, both are off. Cousin, couple cousin sub, couple cousin subs of the day. Gabe Nigel, Jen Latta. You can usually hear us, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, seven to nine, Monday through Friday on ninety four five ESPN with Mark Chimura. You know, if you're in Madison, can't catch it. Well, you can always listen to it on the podcast. Wherever, whenever, Wisconsin On Demand, wherever you get your podcasts for free. It's Friday, it's 5 o'clock, time to do a little pole dancing on Scales and Brust. They've got questions, and we've got answers. Time to give the people what they want. Let's go pole dancing on Scalzo and Brust. All right, we're going to go a little pole dancing. We're going to mix some questions in that have been asked on this show this week because, well... Jen and I weren't on this show this week. Like, we know some of the questions that we asked this week. We're curious what other questions have been asked throughout the ESPN Wisconsin verse, Josh. Well, let's start us off with one from yesterday, Scalzo and Brust. Ben Brust said the last movie to make him cry was Pitch Perfect for some reason. I almost did one or zero. What is the last <laughs> movie that made you cry? A zero on Pitch Perfect making me cry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What is that? Uh, last movie that made me cry, uh, probably got a little teary at the end of uh, Avengers Endgame Ugh. during the funeral scene. Ugh. Ugh. Um, yeah, you're so highbrow um, over there. Baby movies. I'm sure he Dude, just uh, Josh cried during ch- of, of uh, you know Shape of Water, the sex scene, the gratuitous <laughs> sex between the uh, the water female monster. and water monster it's really raw was touching. Game. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, 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 um. Okay, so just full disclosure, I cry every week watching This Is Us. Every week, okay? <laughs> it's the reason I honestly like it's the reason that show exists. There's there's a reason that show exists and there's a reason I stopped watching they it. They call it like sadness porn or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? it's just, like, you just way sit too down, over the top. I couldn't take it you anymore. You like cuddle up with your blankie and your dogs and you just wait for some <laughs> scene to make you emotional. Um movie wise though, I don't know. We watched Cruella last week. That didn't make me cry. Very good though. Very um I'm trying to sashay my shoulders. Girl a boss. Here. I yeah, I don't know. A little. It just. It's good. It was entertaining for so sure. So who was probably who, Coco. Coco makes me cry every time. Who was the lead uh, actress in Cruella? Emma Stone. You know what else Emma Stone's in? Super bad. Yeah, take that. I was gonna say La La Land, but uh, also true. But Crazy Stupid Love. Also true. Spider Man. Yeah, those weren't very good though. But she was in, in them. them. Yeah. She should pretend she wasn't. So probably some Disney movie. Oh, maybe Soul. Soul, I cried a little bit. I have not seen Soul yet. I've heard good things, though. All right, let's move on. like Up, the opening scene of Up. Yeah, I brought that up yesterday. That'll that'll tug it. That's no words, just opening credits, and you're feeling this dude's pain in less than five minutes. 
This next one comes from Wildy and Tausch, which you can hear at 9 to noon across both of these stations. Mark Tauscher and Sarah Tauscher are contemplating crashing a Badgers coaching legend daughter's wedding tonight. That's a lot of stuff. Should they do it? Yes, absolutely, 72%. No, poor form, 28%. So, like, Jen and I, I mean, maybe Jen could. You know, Jen just strolls in with her couple of Emmys. They'll probably let her in. They could just walk around with these trophies. I assume. Um, I mean, I don't have them, so I don't know. I just guess that's the way this works. Um, <laughs> but Tausch is, a, Tausch is a Wisconsin legend. Like, if it's a Badger coaching legend's daughter, like, as a Badger legend... He should absolutely crash it. And first of all, have you ever been anywhere with Tausch? Yeah. I was walking around when Aaron Hills had the U.S. Open in 2017. We were walking around. They did their show that Friday. And just everybody, hey, Tausch, Tausch. He's like the mayor of Aaron Hills walking, you know, waving at everybody. Everybody loves Tausch. He should absolutely crash the wedding. I don't know. A wedding is a, is a different level. Like, crash a birthday party. Crash a Memorial Day party. Just roll up to someone's house uninvited. I'm in. Weddings... It's another level. Like, it's expensive, and there's a bride, and she deserves to have the very best day. Not that the dude doesn't, but usually they don't care as much about how things go. I wouldn't I wouldn't wade in those waters, man. Who's going to be mad that Tausch showed up? Everybody loves Tausch. The Badger's coaching legend. The Badger coaching legend daughter. The Badger coaching legend's daughter's husband. The Badger coaching legend's daughter's... Yeah, all of those things. Like, all of the people. No. The Badger coaching legend's wife. Not a single one of those people are going to be upset that Tausch shows up. People love Tausch. It depends on how many Coors Lights he drinks. Well, I mean, that doesn't come until later in the night. Like, when he initially shows up, he's like, Norma, cheers, Are you trying to tell me that Tausch shows up to the portion of the wedding where the Coors Lights are not available? Well, no, he's, I mean, he's, he's not going to the ceremony. If you're crashing a wedding, this isn't like full-on wedding crashers, which I'm assuming Jen hasn't seen because she doesn't Might understand. as well be a bullseye. Have you not seen? I've seen Wedding Crashers. Okay. It's the woman with the hat, right? No. God, she hasn't seen it. Yes, she hasn't... I have. No, the the tramp stamp is the might as well be the bullseye. And then the lady with the proper hat just I bleeped the hell out of him. Yeah, but that's two different things. I'm having trust movie. issues with Jen right now. Yeah, I don't I know. know what to believe I, anymore. Yeah, just the because, same movie. Well, because we know that just because she can quote the movie doesn't yeah. mean she's seen the movie. She's a movie fraud. Very true. But in this case, <laughs> I have seen it many times. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Crab cakes and football. That's what Marilyn does. Thank you. You want me to get into the kitty cat scene? I could get into the kitty cat scene. <laughs> Sick reference, though, bro. That's reference what I was trying to do, is you guys just quote that. your brains out. <laughs> <laughs> Riveting radio Welcome from Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Welcome to Chewy. <laughs> you got anything else for us back there? Yeah, I you're do. The one with the you questions. guys have thrown me off. I don't know where to go with this. This one's also from Scalzo Wait, well, hold and Brust. Up, hold up. Should we take pride in the fact that we've thrown out Scalzo and Brust's producer? A little bit. I think we should be proud of that. All right, continue, sir. Thank you. This one's from Scalzo and Brust. Where is Aaron Rodgers most likely to get his next championship Ooh. ring? As governor of the Bucks, as Packers quarterback, or as another team's quarterback? Ooh. Well, governor of the Bucks. He's never going to be the governor of the Bucks. What? Who's the governor of the he Bucks? He currently is I just a minority He's a minority owner, but yes. the governor is the person who's calling the shots and running the show. 
Who's right the now, current governor? The current governor right now is Lazary. Is well, I thought Lazary. everybody who owned stake in it was considered a governor. So, may, so do no. we think that this meant as owner of the Bucks? Can we go with... I, well, I, I think as part it, so owner yes. of the Bucks. Yes, because <laughs> governor, governor of the Bucks, because when you have multiple people behind it, like when they have these league meetings... Like the, the two big shots, Wes and Mark, are the ones that take turns being the governor of the franchise. Okay. As owner of the Bucks, that's where his next ring is okay. coming. Okay, yes. Then that's where it's, yes, I would agree with that. That's where it's coming. Look at that consensus. Do you know what to do with that, Josh? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we're Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and you're the one checking out over there, not even listening to your own damn questions. Good job, guys. You guys did it. You did a game of great effort. That's all I got. Jen, if I had a clothing line, would you wear it? If I made made clothes. Are they going to look like your crappy golf pants? Probably, first of all. Those are tremendous golf pants. And second of all, probably. I need to know before I can make a decision. Probably because some of the golf pants that I have, I've had custom made. So you are making those. Yes. Good to know that they're not hinging their business model on those looks. Man, just taking strays over here. I mean, she might have a point. They're not really strays. I'm aiming to work at you, big guy. Well, I mean, but the, the topic just came out of nowhere. You asked me if I would buy clothes you made. Yeah, I just thought we would be friendly. You, and you wouldn't support friend. your co-host? Yeah. Did you buy clothes that I made? Yeah, of course. Get out of well, here. Well, no, I wouldn't buy them. Heavens no. I would wear them that you gave them to me. That's what Correct. being your friend gets me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I'm line, a billboard it, for you. It's a line of lingerie. Well. Even better. Here comes some Twitter pics and Instagram. <laughs> Hashtag for the grab. <laughs> oh, I guess we have to get around to uh, some Aaron Rodgers talk here today on Scalzo and Bruss, but we'll still take your calls. We'll still take your texts. 800-990-3776. A movie that you just somehow skipped. You somehow missed. Like Jen missed super bad. We'll continue to talk about that. Plus, somebody at ESPN doesn't think the Packers have had a very good offseason. We'll dive into that. Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Is it because I went too deep into poetry? <laughs> yeah. I would have been done with it if you just said yes in the beginning of it. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. I'm actually mad at Ben Brust. I cannot even look at his dumb face right now in this video. <laughs> Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. you, Jen? Does this help you get to the finish line? The music, the good vibes on a Friday? We're usually not working this late. Our workday typically ends at 9 o'clock. And yet here we are in for Scalzo and Brust. She's Jen, I'm Gabe. Catch us Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. 7 to 9, Monday through Friday, 94.5 ESPN. Well, to be fair, I wouldn't say we're doing a lot of work here. Uh, I think we've uncovered some very... Um, very serious ground on uh, Superbad, uh, on uh, movies that make you cry. Um, we also talked about hippos today. I mean, we have gone through a lot of stuff. Well, yeah. When you put it that way, it seems very significant. Yes. Heavy stuff. 
as per usual here. Substantial, if you will. Yes, that's what I would say. See, and Matthew from Madison agrees. He thinks you're crushing your Ben impersonation today. Also says Super Ben is worth the wait. Still holds up. Oh, somebody wants to fight. Who was that? Uh, Matthew and Madison. Matthew. Matthew, let's hang. <laughs> Come to Milwaukee this weekend. <laughs> It'll be a great time. Uh, 800-990-3776. Let us know the movie that you happen to miss. Mike, much like Jen has missed, Superbad. Or if you want to try to convince Jen to actually watch the movie, Superbad. Now, Bill Barnwell, high-ranking guy over at ESPN, writes a lot about the NFL, uh, has a piece that came out where he has the 16 worst off-seasons in the NFL. Worst off-season belonged to the Las Vegas Raiders. The second worst off-season, your Green Bay Packers. Whew! I was not... I mean, look, the off-season hasn't been great for the Packers, but they still do, as of right now, have Aaron Rodgers, even if I believe he's not going to end up ultimately playing for the Green Bay Packers. But they brought back Aaron Jones. Like I thought they did some good things with their team. Do you agree with this? Do no. you think that their offseason has been that bad? Barnwell is wrong. They've had the worst offseason. There is no way that the Raiders have had a worse offseason than the Green Bay Packers. Barnwell is wrong. Your Hall of Fame quarterback, the guy that stirs the Kool-Aid, wants out. Like, nothing could be worse than the situation the Green Bay Packers are in. You can draft all the guys. You can talk about all the we want him in the worst way. But the drama that is going on in Green Bay eclipses anything going on. When's the last time anybody talked about the dumpster fire down in Houston? When's the last time you saw anything about Houston on Get Up or First Take or Sports Center or any of those other shows that talk about the top topics every day? Because I haven't seen it in a while. And it would take an awful big tragedy, travesty, to push the Houston Texans off the front page, and your Green Bay Packers have done it. Wow. I did not see the worst offseason coming. I guess, do you agree with Jen? Do you not agree with that? The Packers had the worst offseason in the NFL, 800-990-3776. Barnwell, also in this piece, argues that it doesn't seem like he would sign Aaron Jones just because the Packers don't think that he's a 50-snap-per-game guy, so he doesn't see the justification of paying him the what they ended up paying him. Um, man, the worst offseason. Like to me, it's just an incomplete right now. If Rodgers, if because right now the Packers are still betting that Aaron Rodgers comes back. But do you think he's coming back? No. Okay. Therefore, this is the off season that they lost Aaron Rodgers. I <sighs> I would love to know what competes with that from a worst case scenario situation. So here's the the, the pickle I find myself in, Jen. Uh, because I believe Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back. Like, all, everything that Aaron Rodgers has told us about himself since he came to our lives of 2005, once he's dug in, he's not, he's not going to just go, you know what, guys, just kidding, see you July 31st. Like, I just don't see that happening. Much like Rob Domofsky, who said that on ESPN 1000 down in Chicago yesterday. And there's the other half of me that goes... Yeah, but what if he comes back as a Packers fan? Because I don't want to picture this team. I am not ready to mentally picture this team without Aaron Rodgers, even if I believe he is not going to be returning in 2021 or ever again for the Packers. Like, he's dug in. Like, there's no point where he's going to come back. 
But it hasn't happened yet, so technically it can't be the worst. But right now, at this juncture, at this moment, in time, freeze frame, it is the worst. It's worse than Houston, it's worse than the Steelers, it's worse than the Raiders, or any of these other teams that he thinks is pulling up the caboose of the bad train. Well, the super bad train, if you will. Let me, let me ask you this. What does Robbie Bortles do for you? Does that get you excited? No, it doesn't. And you know Jason has said on our show that if any other teams in the division signed Robbie Bortles as their quarterback, we would be making fun of them. Yeah, but then we'd be making fun of them because they signed Blake Bortles. The Packers have Robbie That's right. Bortles. This is like Clark Kent and Superbad. Correct. Yes, 100%. See, now she gets it. She's exactly. slowly starting to pick it up. And it's still the worst. It is still the worst situation. Like, let's go down the list, Gabe, because we talk about this every morning on our show, right? Not only does your future Hall of Fame quarterback, a once-in-a-generational talent, want out of town, but Brian Gutekunst is being run up and down by every former player about him being a bad communicator, maybe even a bad general manager. You've got the head coach who's stuck between the general manager and the player who clearly is his gravy train. That's not to say that Matt LaFleur is not a good coach. I'm sure he is. Well, but But Matt LaFleur even said said on a podcast recently that if you see a great play, you know, if there's a great, great head player, coach, coach, great player, great player, if it's a, if you're if it's a great player, great head coach, great head coach, great player, he went back and forth on it. But his point was that the great head coaches always had a great player that they were working with. So he's in a pickle, much like you are, where he's trying to figure out how to walk that fine line between siding with the general manager, who is not technically his boss. It's not like he reports to Brian Gutenkunz, but it does make things really toxic and difficult in the workplace when then you're also trying to side with your quarterback who makes the team go, who doesn't want to be there, but you have a good relationship with, by all accounts. And then there's Russ Ball, which he's just there. He's just there, I guess, messing things up with his bad communication and his bad culture and his bad philosophy. I've I mean, n- I've never heard anybody once say a good thing about Russ Ball. Like, nobody ever once. And then you've got Mark Murphy, who people want to say, like, has done good things, but what has he done? Because he kind of is the guy that brought Gutenkunz in, so if you think he's a bad GM, don't you blame Murphy for bringing him in? Like, the problem with this situation is it goes all the way up to the top, and that's why it is the worst. Like, with some of these other teams, you might look at Pittsburgh and go, well, they brought back Ben. I mean... He's, he's old. cheaper, but he's cheaper. But he's, you know, old. We saw how well he throws, and which is to say... Not he doesn't really move well either. Doesn't move well either, you know. But other than that, I think he's got the whole pro quarterback thing down. Um, and, and again, top to bottom, that's one area. You could look at Mike Tomlin and go, yeah, but at least they have Mike Tomlin, who's a you know great coach. People would put him in the echelon, top echelon of coaches in the NFL right now. So Brett in Eau Claire chimes in with Jen is one hundred percent correct. And where I think that you're one hundred percent correct on this is that the Rogers thing is just exposing other flaws within the organization. Like when Mark Murphy came in and. Said, no, we're going to break down these silos and we're going to have this three headed monster and everybody reports up to me. Kind of seems like a really, at the time, it's like, okay, sure. And then they went 13 and 3, 13 and 3 the last couple of seasons and everything seems fine. But now that we're hearing about not good communication and we're kind of waiting around for like somebody to like streamline the Packers and be like, hey, this is the direction, this is what we're doing. Everybody's looking at Mark Murphy and it's like, okay, Mark, what are we doing? And the two times that he has spoken, he said they weren't idiots, and then he backed off that very quickly a couple of months later. Like, the, it just seems like this thing is just 
exposing some things within the organization that you probably don't typically want to think about. Uh, 800-990-3776. Dave from Oak Creek. Never saw any of the Transformer movies, which you're not really missing Didn't out. miss anything. You didn't miss anything. Bumblebee? Bumblebee. I haven't seen a single Transformer movie either. Another dead fish she threw on her lap. <laughs> Why did she add the Bumble... Like, I don't understand the Bumblebee part of it. Like, she could have just said that, yeah, I haven't seen any of them either. Instead, she, like, tried to pretend that she saw, like, the the spinoff. Like, not even one of the core tenants of Transformers. The weird spinoff with John Cena. Why do you keep disparaging dead fish? Do you eat live fish? No, but they're stinky and you can't do anything with them and they well, rot not fast. If they just died. They're not stinky yet. All fish are stinky. I mean, if, again, I would prefer a dead fish to a live fish, but every time I throw him one, he says, another dead fish. <laughs> you prefer a live one? All right, I'll throw you a live one next well, at time. At least a live one could be entertaining. You yeah. do something with it. Watch it flop around. Flop around <laughs> Have the Packers had the worst offseason? Just like Bill Barnwell said they have. Your call's next. Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Bogdan Bogdanovich to Milwaukee for Dante DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, and Ursan Ilyasova is in Pearl? Pearl? As there was never an agreement for the 28-year-old. Have you ever heard someone say, in Pearl? No. What is that? Uh, guys. Let's work on it. What could it possibly be? Pearl? Nope. Per aisle? Nope. <laughs> Literally, one more guess. And you guys better tell me, otherwise I'm walking out. Pearl. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. by Brooklyn Brewing, right? Yes. It's Friday. It's after 5 o'clock. Do they deliver beers? Is that how this works? Like, we get a couple of beers and just kind of finish off the show, feed up, having a good time, some suds with the buds. If you would have warned me ahead of time, I would have stopped at Discount Liquor like I did last Friday and picked us up some summer ales. Oh, so you did that last Friday for the real hosts. Uh, well, but I was Jen- but Jen and Gabe come in and drop a couple of dead fish, and you want nothing to do with giving us a brew. Well, based on Jen's work so far, I don't think she's earned herself somewhere else. She's got 24 more minutes. Uh, everyone says I am doing an admirable job of filling in for Ben Brust, okay? They use the word admirable over and over again. reviews. Thank you. So I think I have earned a few suds with my buds. the movie the way that Jen somehow missed super bad. Seriously, I think it's on Netflix. Like, just go home and watch it. I guarantee your husband has seen it. Guarantee it. There's no way Dario hasn't seen that movie. Not a chance. Dario has definitely seen super bad. Yeah. So if you suggest, hey, are you only turning it up when I speak? Doesn't seem like something Josh would do. Here's what he doesn't understand. I'm a mom. 
I can get really, oh, really don't. loud. Please like, don't. I can get really, really loud. Josh, Ask I don't want to get Chase scared. when he's at his friend's house several blocks away. If I can shout from the front porch and he can hear me that it's time to come home. How does something so loud come out of something so tiny? I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. You figured if, with how loud she is, her son would remember the uh, Matt Chromebook. Chromebook, thank mm-hmm. you. That's right. You would think. No wonder he didn't want to call you. Oh. <laughs> no wonder he didn't want to call you. I can just imagine the way that you've delivered this story the number of times that I've heard it of the the lady at the front office of the school just chastising you for and your how parenting. Do you think it, how do you think my face went to? I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, uh, what? are you seriously judging my parenting right now? The kid forgot it. Judge him. Did you, you just fake fuss smiled your way through, right? Because you don't want to get in a fight in the middle of the school. Yeah, real hard smile, hard smile. You know, where you're like, <laughs> yeah. Have a good day. Thanks. Have the Packers had the worst off season? Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. That is the patented official Scalzo and Brust talking text line. Ron and the key. You're on Scalzo and Brust. Good afternoon. It's been so long since I've talked to you all. I thought about leaving you on hold for the entire uh, rest of the show, Ron. Same. I mean, it's been done. So, as good as Jen's face at that moment would have been, it would have been better if Dario's there, because there's nothing better than the, the husband, like, oh, bleep, face when somebody says that. Like, when my now 10-year-old was being born, and they told my wife that she was, Jen, you, you had, not you yourself, but you know there's that term that they say to women if they're over 35 and they're having a kid where they basically call them, like, elderly. Yeah, advanced like, age. Yeah, said that. Like, in, a, a fellow woman said that to my wife across the desk. Hold on, and I kind of like on. just Jen, your microphone is on. We can hear every last thing as you put on the, the, the lotion. It's not even lotion. It's hand sanitizer. Yeah, COVID-19, buddy. COVID-19. <laughs> Microphone off. Wrong show. That's our show that has the drop. There you go. So uh, Dario's face would have been awesome. Uh, To the the question at hand, uh, I agree, John. It is clearly the worst offseason. It's such an interesting topic. I would only trust a two-time Emmy Award winner to do a segment on that on big ESPN. When would one see such a segment? If they were interested in seeing such a segment. Well, I think, if I hypothetically speaking, if there were a said segment, it would air as close to June 8th as possible. See, that's when Aaron Rodgers is supposed to not show, show up. up in Green Bay, not show up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this plant. I feel like Ron, I feel like Jen, so here's the thing. Thank Thanks you for, for the call. call. Ron has an interesting relationship with the station. Calls in all the time. Jen has yet to learn. Despite being on the show and being on our airwaves for like eight months, she has yet to understand Ron's relationship with the station and is confused anytime myself or Ashton chastise Ron in the key. He's my arch nemesis. What? I feel that Jen got Ron to call in to do pub for her. I have a question. What in the world could Ron have done to earn arch nemesis status? He 
talks exist. a lot and tweets so at me a lot. He, is this what you're going to do with me? Am I going to be elevated to arch nemesis status? Because I, too, like to talk. Did you not notice what happened at the beginning of the segment when he was turning the music up so I'm nobody could hear you? to pick up on something. <laughs> I'm starting to read between the lines a little bit here. A couple more dead fish and you might end up in Ron and the Key territory. <laughs> Again, dead fish are the only kind of fish I want. Don't throw me live fish. It's not as good as your boobs take. Huh? Have you heard the... <laughs> I'm going to take that as a no. Yeah, that's a no. Joshy has never heard my boobs take. Can I give you my boobs take? Sure. He's like, do I need to talk to HR first? I mean, he's like, well, we're here. Do we're I have like... to look at Gabe while this happens? What's going on here? <laughs> the boob take. It's a great take. The boob take is this. Why do we call stupid people boobs? Boobs are great. Boobs are wonderful. You would think that if you were giving someone a compliment, you would call them a boob. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I can't refute you there. Thank you. That's one. Of, I think that's one of Jen's best takes. <laughs> I've been on the show with him for nine months. <laughs> He's giving me one, and it's about I, boobs. And honestly, she gave it within the first couple of days of doing the show. I, did. I wanted to make sure that they knew what they were dealing with from an intellect level. Why are boobs bad? I, they're not, but. Do people? I feel like that's antiquated a bit. I don't know many people calling people boobs anymore. What a boob! Yeah, I don't hear it as much anymore. Well, back in the day, are you trying to tell me boobs were bad then? No, I mean no, they've never been bad. Never been bad. Thank you. Always been a fan. Thank you. <laughs> since you were when you were first born. Since huge since fan. I, since I can remember. Huge fan when I was first born. First six months. Very intimate with sustenance. sustenance. Never find a bigger good. boob fan. <laughs> Matt Milwaukee, who is the Scalzo and Brust official, unofficial geologist, trying to make a case for the Texans, saying that they lost JJ because he was the face, face of the franchise, him being gone, plus Watson, who was going to be the new face of the franchise, likely gone to another team, but is also undergoing that investigation, and they keep making strange signings like multiple fading veteran running backs. So he is making the case that the Houston Texans have somehow had a worse offseason than the Green Bay Packers. Here's the difference, though. No one cares about the Texans? The Texans were already bad. The Texans were 4-12 and last year. Yeah. Like It's not like they were good. Irrelevant. Yeah, so, so what, they lose two more games this year? They still have a top five pick. Like they're, they're still in the general same area, where the, whereas the Packers are staring down the barrel of being a Super Bowl contending team, but with no Aaron Rodgers, they're not a Super. They're going to be lucky to make the playoffs, and that's where I disagree with Tausch. That's where I disagree with Jesse Nelson. This team ain't winning the division if Blake Bortles or Jordan Love is the quarterback this year. It's not going to happen. Well, to be fair, Barnwell does include the Houston Texans in the very, very bottom. He ranks them 29th of the teams in the NFL for how bad their offseason was. And he says where to begin. Deshaun Watson wanted a trade. Then everything happened with the sexual assault accusations. Then it says that there was nobody who seemed to want the Texans' head coaching job. They ended up hiring Ravens passing game coordinator David Culley, who had never been on an NFL head coaching radar before getting the Texans' job at age 65. And, oh yeah, by the way, they've also got that guy. Who, what's his name? We were Nick talking about- Casario. No, not Nick Casario. The other guy. Come on. The guy who was in New England, who was the pastor that yeah, Bill Nick, would never give a shot. That's Nick Casario. No, that's not. Nick Casario is the guy they hired as the GM. There, He's friends with that guy. There's the other guy. So we have to do this with Ben a lot. 
If you're looking for information with a computer in front of you, just give her the old Google and let us know on the other end. Which is weird because I often say that on our show when to Chewy. I say, why don't you just tappity-tap it into the old Google machine there, buddy? We've heard every you move you've made it. today, so you might as well just pl- pluck away. Are you allowed? What is Are the you other alert? guy's name? I thought it was... I honestly thought it was... Well, nice. while you Easter guys B. stare at your computer... Be. Yes! Jack Easterby! <laughs> Boom! Suck it! Okay, so now she has somehow morphed into Ben Brust and Mark Chimura, forming a super host, I guess, a super host of destruction. A super bad host. (laughs) Ties it all together, and I'm kind of mad about it. We get to hear the saxophone song next, Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. S. Dot chimes in with Cartillo's way. Carlito's way. Okay, so 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 so, 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 so here's the thing. I promise you, the R, the the R, word, the, 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 no, Josh, Josh, the R does look like it goes over into the T. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. song is what gets me through this show when I fill in on Fridays. Because we've had some fun, we've had some laughs, but also, usually by now, especially on a nice day, I got a frosty beverage in my hand. But this song makes it all worth it. Why don't you just download it and put it on your phone? It's different. It's different? Yeah, it's 100% different. It's like back in the day, like anytime you would hear the song on the radio. You know, I wasn't talking that time, Josh. Just jam up more. Like, yeah, maybe you've got the CD. Maybe you had the cassette tape. Maybe you had the MP3. You hear it organically. You jam out of that much harder. I'm going to steal your phone. I'm going to set this song as your alarm. <laughs> Have I listened to the song on my phone? Yeah. And then the every morning when you wake up for Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, you can listen to that song and it get, can get you just as amped. I get very few Snapchats. One of the Snapchats I get every single week is from Josh DiMaggio at the end of the show with that song. What a nice little tradition you've started. You betcha. That's what I'm doing here. Making memories, Jen. Yeah, you are. <laughs> making fish is what you're making. <laughs> uh, Where do we go with today? Trout, catfish, flounder, snapper? I'm a perch type of guy. I did not know I could name that many fish. So uh, the official unofficial sloth said, are we sure Ben had the day off? Show felt totally normal. Great job, guys. Is that a compliment? I believe it is. Yes, if you are asked to be the undis- understudy... On Phantom of the Opera, and the person says, I didn't even realize that the star was out. That is a hell of a feather in your cap. It's not my cap. The feather would be in your cap, because Ben Brust is the undisputed star of this show. Right? He's the undisputed star of Scalzo and Brust. Well, now that Just you put it that way, you're right. You. <laughs> it is you're a the feather one in made, my cap. You're the one who made the mess all day today. I made a 
mess? Oh, yeah, everything. Every, what, what do you think happens when you throw Josh those fish and he doesn't catch it? They f- explode all over the place. No, they're dead fish. If they were alive, they'd flop around. Yeah, but because they're just they fall on the floor. Guts are everywhere. Question, how do you feel about the word flop? I'm indifferent. Really? Yeah. Not a fan. Goes back to the boobs talk. Yeah, I was about to say. There's. Yeah, I knew where this was going. <laughs> like I, it was one of two things. Well, you it, thought was it wasn't one. the other. Yeah, if it wasn't going to be that, it was going to be the other. I mean, boobs flop. Yeah, I know they do. And when they do, not good. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's good. <laughs> I'm second guessing myself. That's right. This is the type of insight you can get Monday through Friday. Chen, Gabe, and Chewy. 94.5 ESPN, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. It's amazing they haven't given us more time, Jen, because this is what happens. Is it? Every time I wonder why we haven't expanded to a larger market, <laughs> another market, then I go back and listen to the show and go, yep, that tracks. <laughs> Makes sense. We have been asking all day long for movies that you skipped over. You just somehow missed. Jen somehow missed super bad. Again, we're encouraging her to go home and watch it this weekend. It's on Netflix. And it's not even an investment. Like the movie I missed, the movie I missed was Titanic. It's three hours long. Superbad's like two hours. Nice, clean. Don't have to worry about it. It's a short movie. It's a comedy. You'll fly through it. You'll enjoy it. It's fantastic. Well, again, I've already seen the scenes with the cops. They're pulling people over, saying meow, littering and... Shut up. Littering and... <laughs> you get so mad at me. It's a Friday. What? Lighten up, Beavis. <laughs> you know what? Here's the issue, though. Like, I don't mind Super Troopers. Super Troopers is pretty good. It's a Francis. She messed up the line, and I was going to skip over it. Why? Why would you skip over it? Because I assume you haven't seen Stripes either. <laughs> At this point, I can't trust that you've actually seen any movies. Our trust is ruined forever. I'll never trust you again. I saw Stripes. It's about the zebra from Madagascar. (laughs) I have to pretend to trust her. I gotta come back and work with her on Monday. Not a lot of people saw it, but it was fine. Like, the only movies at this point I've trust you've seen are kids' movies. Well, that's, yes, I have. I've seen all the kids' movies. You want me to rank the Disney movies next time? I absolutely can do that. Coco, Gap. Oh, man, Really? Gap over... I mean, Toy Story 3 is unbelievably good. I wasn't thinking Pixar. I was thinking just the Disney kind of like... Well, Coco's Pixar. Dang it! Well, again, listen to us, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, every single weekday, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9, 94.5 ESPN. Scalzo and Brost will be back on Monday. Enjoy the Bucks this weekend, but game one. To be honest, we'd understand if you didn't.